0: perhaps you could just put in the chat and just say hello to everybody and uh, my oh I have a little a little extra thing that I would just like to ask you oh great everyone's good um would you mind just putting in your address because I've got a little thing that I would like to send to you in the post something that's real and not uh, not virtual so if you'd like to put in your addresses they won't show up on Facebook and uh, Dermot will make a note of those for me so thank you very much Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, happy to be here with you as well. Brilliant. Great. Yeah. Thanks for your addresses. Just pop them in the chat and uh, and you should get something from me towards, well, let's see, the middle of next week if, um, I don't know what the post is like at the moment to, to the UK, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, great. Brilliant. So I'd first of all, just like to say a massive thank you for coming on a Friday night to talk about leadership. I, I just think that's amazing. So thank you very, very much for giving up your Friday night to uh, to to come here and to and to chat with all of us and to talk about leadership. And tonight is going to really pull everything together that we've been talking about this week. So um, I hope that it will really just help to, to bring all those strands together and set you on your way next week feeling hopefully full of courage and ready ready to go Now before we get going with that I'd just like to introduce Alex to you because Alex is on our Love to Lead programme and she has very very kindly offered to to talk to any one of you if you're interested in joining the programme. So thank you so much Alex. So if you would like to do that you can either contact her right now on the the chat uh, in private or um, you can send me a mail and I'll put you in touch. And Alex is also going to be with us on Monday evening for the LinkedIn um, zoom invitation that you may have had but I will also send it out by email and that's going to be um, a closed door zoom a question and answer session all about the love to lead program and uh, Alex is our special guest so thank you Alex Um, looking forward to that that will be Monday night same time eight o'clock UK time nine o'clock France and Switzerland and Germany so uh, do join us then that would be brilliant so thank you Alex that's a fantastic. Thank you. So we have got, first of all, um, uh, quite a lot, quite a lot to get through actually this evening, because we're going to be talking about how to accelerate your impact now and how in particular to make Courage your default position. Now, this obviously uh, doesn't happen overnight. It takes, it takes some time, takes some practice. And what I would like to do this evening is to try and pull together the other things that we've looked at so that it all comes together neatly so that you can see how you can use it in a very practical way. Before we do that, I just want to revise what I would say are the three pillars for success generally. So they are Firstly, values. I think values, and you can replace that word with purpose. What your values, what your purpose is, is so, so important. They must be clear and they must be communicated and shared um, with your team, with your organisation. So those values are absolutely central. Um, And then on top of that, of course, you need then a vision of where you're going. So values are what's important. Vision is where you're going, what that that translates into. And those two things, sometimes we get a bit muddled with those, but actually they are completely different. And we need to communicate them both uh, very clearly and to ourselves as well we need to articulate them very clearly and finally action because we can do a lot of talking and uh, and that's and that's great and we can learn a lot by talking and discussing but things will only move forward if we actually put things in action and uh, and put them in the calendar, organize them and off we go. So those three things, I would say, are really the pillars of success anyway. So values, vision and action, and they are central to coaching. In fact, those three those three pillars, as well as being central to your success as a leader are also the central things when we're talking about um, coaching. So I just want to just to go into that just a little bit because that's central to coaching but underlying that we're also looking at what we believe is possible and quite often it's that that gets in the way. So looking at what's possible, what we believe is possible is a large part of coaching and that's where really the magic starts to happen. When we look at those beliefs, what do I believe I can do, what do I believe my team can do. And then we challenge that. And by challenging it, we can sometimes think, well, actually, that's not actually true. And we can also be far more expansive with our goals. So instead of having our goals here, right in front of our nose, we can really start to open it up and think big, as it were. So that's that's really the 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 crutch of the um, coaching coaching conversation. Now we call it a coaching conversation. It's actually it's it's not a cosy conversation at all. It's a challenging discussion, and it involves this uh, this almost like a dance, really, of trying to investigate what these beliefs are, where where um, the blockages are in terms of um, somebody moving forward. Reflecting that back to that person and trying to open doors to different possibilities. Now, of course, uh, that take that's, that takes time, but it's that part as well as those three pillars which actually leads to a transformation. And we're going to we're going to come back to that um, later on, because what we what we believe, and this is the really important part, what we believe. That becomes our thought, that becomes what we're thinking. And what we think then becomes our action. So that uh, very simply, very simply put, that's the that's where the, the 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 basis of coaching really starts from. So what we what we believe so if we believe for example that we can learn a language then that affects what we think so we think well yes I can I can do that if I have this this and this in place if I think that that's what that's what I can do and I can organize that I can put it into action now obviously things can stop between those some things can come come in the way but generally that is the sequence and this is why what we're what we're believing what we're thinking what we're saying to ourselves so that when What we talked about having the two voices from that book and the, I've got it here, The Inner Game of Tennis, those two voices are so important because what we're thinking, ultimately, that that actually dictates what we do. And if that dictates what we do, it dictates what we become. So this is why it's absolutely central. So for courage to be our default. So leading back to this first, I, this idea of these three, these three parts of where of our beliefs are what we think and what and what we actually do. So we must believe that that it can be our default. Then we must think about it. We must actually we must actually make that shift in our minds to think about that and to think about what that would look like in practice and we must use it in our internal dialogue that little voice we've got to train that little voice and we also need to train the other little voice which is perhaps trying to derail and remind us of well you've never done that have you oh you didn't do that before and so what makes you think that you can do it now so we need to train the inner voice that's telling us yes we can be courageous. And we also need to train and uh, really learn to switch off. And we can do that. It's, it's actually it's an amazing process. We can switch off that other voice. We can train ourselves to switch it off. So we then must act upon it. So it's those three steps again. So this is where we're going to try and bring everything together from the last few days. So we must believe it, we must be very self-aware. And this is, the, this is the part, it's the thinking part which trips people up. So we need to be self-aware. We need to manage our emotions. We need to train that inner voice. So that's where the big part of the work is often. And then we need to translate it into action. And that involves vision. It involves a lot of collaboration, which, again, we've talked about that being very courageous, because if we want if we want it to, if we want to believe in something that's big and courageous, we're going to have to involve lots of other people, involve our teams. So that's uh, where courage is coming in straight away. We must lean into difficulties and to fears. We must seek out those difficult conversations so that we can be learning all the time and moving forward in this courage- with this courageous action. So let's keep it really simple now. So it comes down to basically two things I would suggest. The first one is having the values and the vision in place. And the second one is connection, connecting with your team, connecting with your colleagues, because those two, those two arms are necessary if we're going to have action that is courageous. We can't, we can't do one, we can't do any action without both of those things in place. If we've got we've we've got values and a vision but we haven't communicated that and we haven't got other people on board nothing's going to happen so we must have those two elements absolutely uh, in place solidly now I really like uh, this uh, I have got a painting for you today so you'll be you'll be pleased to know that so let me share that with you and this painting I've chosen it's it's a it's a real favorite of mine it's a it's a French one and uh It's very famous, you'll definitely know it, I'm pretty sure. So this one is a famous dance painting by Renoir. And if I can just hopefully find it on the page nicely for you. It's coming. And I chose this painting because when I I look at this painting, for me, I see connection everywhere absolutely everywhere. There are people, they're talking, they're dancing, people are shouting over the table, they're discussing things, they're listening. There is connection in every part of that painting and i think that when we when we keep in mind the types the different types of connection that that can mean it's not just um, an email it's not just a quick conversation but really thinking about that variety of connection i think then also we can we can really start to translate this courageous leadership or this this vision of courageous leadership into action so I think that we can also see in this picture, if we look, if we look carefully, how you can leverage other people's strength to do this. So you can see that people are dancing there. Now some of some of them look very professional, some of them look a little less professional, and others look look like they're looking around to see what everyone else is doing. And so ultimately they're they're looking at other people's strengths, they're using other people's strengths, not in a bad way, but in a way of, well, I can learn from them. Let me let me watch and learn so leveraging other people's strengths other people's courage can really help and this of course goes back to the idea that Brené Brown has that courage is contagious and I and I think this is absolutely true and as a leader it's going to possibly fall to you to be the one to to start to nurture that and to to be the person that uh, that starts the chain reaction if you like between all the different people finally in this painting there is action isn't there people are actually dancing they're standing up they're not just watching the dancing they are actually dancing and um, there is action in fact throughout the whole picture so ha- really putting things into action is so important so in terms of listening and we've mentioned that a few times and i think that listening is certainly the key element to being courageous because Especially if we listen to understand and not just listen in order to reply, then we can be very, very courageous as well. Now, obviously, we can't see that in the painting, but I will leave that to your imagination. Okay, now we're going to move on to a little exercise now. Now, I'm hoping that you saw in my email that you would need a piece of paper and a pen. So I hope you have something um, close by or you or on your computer screen as you wish. Because what I would like you to do is you are going to write a letter to yourself, but the letter is going to be dated for one year from today. So the date on the letter is February the 5th, 2022 so I'm just going to also put on the screen I just did a quick a quick model just to explain what uh, what I mean so you're going to put the date very purposefully it's a year from today and you're going to write it to yourself so I would write dear Anne And then you can start it how you like, but I would suggest something very, something very uh, positive. So congratulations. Courage has been your default setting for a year now in your leadership role. And then what you're going to do is by writing this letter, you're going to really imagine what that looks like for you in your role. So now this is not a this is not going to be a great work of literature. So for those of you who love uh, who love literature, this is, this is not going to is not going to tick that box. This is very simple, but you can write it uh, you can write it exactly how you wish. But this is just to, to give you the structure of how I'd like you to to um, to try. So I would like you first of all to think about what are you going to look like, and by that I don't mean you know I don't mean what colour hair you're going to have. But um, I mean, how, how is your behaviour going to come across? How are you showing up? Maybe, for example, you might think about how you stand in front of a meeting, how you make a presentation, how you, how you deal with a difficult conversation. What do you look like? What do you actually physically, how are you moving? How are you sitting? How are you standing? then how do you sound? So what are the words you're using? What's the way you sound? So can you really imagine what that's going to look like when you're being fully courageous, when courage is absolutely absolutely your default setting? What are you going to sound like? What are the words going to be like? Are they going to be? Maybe you can think about clarity. Maybe clarity is something that you want to that you want to focus on. Maybe um, maybe giving uh, talking talking less even. Maybe you're going to be listening more. So whatever it is, I want you to think about what you're going to be sounding like in a, in a year's time then what are you doing so what are you doing in a very practical way so for for thinking about your your style of leadership what are you going to put in place what are you going to be doing that is courageous maybe for example you're going to have a weekly check-in meeting with your team and really ask about problems and difficult things maybe you're going to um, maybe you're going to have more meetings with a certain member of staff um, that you know that you need to give more time to whatever it is what what are you actually doing in practice and this is where in coaching we're not really interested in big flowery language we're interested in what are you actually going to do about this what do you want to do about this And then the final one that's about you is you seem. So in this one, I'd like you to think about your emotions. So how do you how do you seem to other people? Do you seem happy? Do you seem calm? Do you seem do you seem more in control? Do you seem um, more more energetic? Whatever it is, what are your emotions? How are they different? How are you showing up? Now, obviously, those four things, they may well blur into into to one. It doesn't matter. You write it as you wish. This is your letter. Then I'd like to think about what other people are doing around you because of course the impact on other people is is what we're looking for ultimately. So what are your team and colleagues doing? What are their new behaviours now? Now that you have got courage as your default setting, what are they doing? What are they doing differently or more of? So think about the impact that your uh, your default setting is having on them. And then finally, and I think this one is probably the most important. So as a result, you are what? What is the impact on your goals, your vision and your career ultimately? How is this going to change your working life, your leadership role? How could it change? And here I'd like you to think very, very big. Not just in terms of small things, putting things in place, but I would like you to think very broadly. Where is this going to take you? What are the possibilities for you if you put this in place? Now I know I'm asking. I'm asking a lot of thinking in there, and I would like you to start this letter now altogether, because I think it's. I think there's something very powerful about sitting together and writing this. Otherwise, it gets pushed. It gets pushed to the side, and, and we don't. And we don't do it. So I would like you now to to take a few minutes to make a start. I'm not going to ask you to to read it out or share it, and uh, maybe in the discussion after. If you would like to say anything about it, we can. So really, this is this is for you. And this is a very important document. This is this is the, the culmination of everything you've done this week. So as you're doing it, maybe look through your notes, look through the workbook to just remind yourself of the actions that you have already said you wanted to put into place. So I'm going to be quiet now for a few minutes and leave you some time to do that. So I'm going to switch off my video so that you can uh, really concentrate and I'm going to give you um, five minutes to do that. Okay, I hope that that's given you enough time to at least get started on this exercise. And if you have if you have time to continue it, then uh, then I would suggest just to keep keep going with it because it's uh, it can be an extremely powerful exercise and something that you can keep with you for the for the next year, hopefully. And then and do let me know what happens because uh, I I would love to I would love to hear the outcome. So that would be that would be fantastic. So, one final little exercise for you to do, and that is I would like you just finally to note by looking at what you've written and to note now what's the next step for you to become a courageous leader? What's the next step that you need to take right now or this week, next week? What's that next step that you need to take in order to be the courageous leader that you want to be and that you've written about in your letter? So just have a think about that and note it down. So hopefully now you have your your letter, which is maybe more or less finished. And then this first step that you want to take. OK, well, that brings us to the end of this week's course. And uh, thank you so much for being here. We're going to have a, a little bit of discussion now once we've said goodbye to Facebook. To all those on Facebook, thank you for watching as well. And uh, do let me know how you've got on. Let uh, let me know in the comments um, what you've what you've discovered, what your biggest takeaways have been from this week. And thank you so much for joining us. It's been absolutely brilliant. As I said, if you would like more information about our coaching programs, do get in touch. And also don't forget the uh, the session on Monday evening for those who would like some, uh, some information about the, the group program. Love to lead. OK, so we're going to just say goodbye to Facebook now.